for joining me today. I'm here with Tara Frost and we're going to talk about women, business, and faith. Welcome, Tara. Yes, thank you so much for having me. You bet. I'm glad that you joined me. We've gotten to be friends over the last few years. We have. Yes, and you. we met because you hired me to list your home. I did. I did. I hired you to list our home in um, Coosaw Creek, Yeah. and then we've also hired you to help us with some other homes, and you've helped some friends and family members of mine. Well, it's an honor and privilege always, um, but really the best honors that we've gotten to be friends and yes. close friends through all of this. This has been a joy. It has been so much fun. Well, I brought you, I asked you to come uh, onto the show today because I admire you as a women leader in the community of Somerville. And tell us about your years here. You grew up in Somerville, right? I did. I'm actually born in the area, uh, well, Charleston area, and uh, grew up in Somerville, went to Somerville High School and have never really left the Tri-County area. I went to college downtown at the College of Charleston and then um, worked in this Tri-County area pretty much all my life and then um, went to the Charleston School of Law and we did move downtown for a little while, but now we've settled back in Somerville and love it. Tell, tell me about what has changed. The good and the bad, maybe, um, if you have any bad, but you've watched this community grow a lot. I have. And well, let me clarify. I kind of grew up in a different side of Somerville, so I didn't know how beautiful in-town Somerville was. Um, and when we came back and I got to really learn about the area, um, I just love the look of Somerville. I love the community of Somerville. Um, everybody here, while it is still growing, it has a really small town feel, which is amazing. Um, and Somerville does a great job of keeping that intact and, and having all the different events in town. Um, but with the growth does come the infrastructure issues. And we do, there is a lot of traffic, um, but that is, you know, to, that that's going to happen. This community is attractive to a lot of people. So a lot of people move here and you're right. The infrastructure is something that's got to keep up with that flow of people, that ingress of people that, that it attracts. But it you does. mentioned community. And um, when, when we first met, let's go back to the fact that when we first met, you were specifically moving out of Coosaw Creek to move into Dorchester County with a purpose. You told me what your goal was. Let's talk business for a minute because you were very okay. clear on that goal. And that was to be in a judge seat, hopefully, right? Mm -hmm. And so tell us about that journey between um, years of hospitality, kind of as a background, and then into a little bit of a sales field for a bit. Mm -hmm. And then on to law school, and I've just, you know, just as you've grown as a, um, as a leader in, in, your, in your world, let's talk about what that vision was to become a judge. Okay. And why? Right. why? Why would you have that? Well, um, that's a great question. Well, first of all, um, you mentioned hospitality. I did spend many, many years in hospitality, and it is a very difficult industry, as you probably imagine. You know, weekends, holidays, um, nights are really where um, the income is in hospitality. And so the I've always wanted to be a business owner, um, and so it was either go uh, do something different or start my own um, restaurant slash bar. Um, well, I realized I wanted to do something different. Uh, but in between hospitality and law school, I owned a window covering company with my dad. So we were in homes and everything, and I enjoyed that. Um, went to law school because I just thought the law was a very unique and interesting um, 
place to go and, and business to be in. And so um, when I was in law school, I realized that I wanted to start my own business there as well. I enjoyed owning a window covering company with my dad. Um, and that, unfortunately, we I got out of that in 2008 when the market kind of took that little dive, as you probably know. Yes. Um, but everything works for, everything happens for a reason. So it was really great and went to law school. While I was in law school, decided I was going to go ahead and just start my own firm. Um, started Frost Law Group in 2014, and um, and you know it's just been great ever since. When we were in Coosaw Creek, we were in the Charleston County area mm-hmm. of Coosaw Creek, which is a very small, small, very small part of the neighborhood. And so, I'm not a Charleston County girl. I'm a Dorchester County girl. I'm born and raised in in all of this area, and so we realized that. Um, I would be better suited to serve the citizens and residents of, of Dorchester County. And so we moved back to the Somerville area, still uh, you know, managing and, and running the law firm, but moved back to the Somerville area with the goal to, yes, get a uh, some sort of seat on the bench, Good. if you will. Well, and congratulations, because that goal has recently been met. Yes. And so you are serving the community at the capacity of a magistrate judge, I correct? am, yes, I and am. And still running the law firm. Mm-hmm. Let's talk for a quick minute, because your husband, you must be very influential in your home as well, <laughs> because your husband is now also an attorney in Frost Law Group. And so what does that look like, working... <laughs> with uh, your husband. You don't, y'all never really take a break from each other much, besides when he's playing golf, perhaps. <laughs> um, well, I will How say it started it? off very challenging. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was not the easiest at the very beginning. We're two very type A personality people. We're very strong-willed, um, but it has been an amazing, amazing ride. Um, we just, we make it work, and he is my best friend. Um, you know, I'm still, I still do a lot of the administrative stuff. I still handle cases, but, um, he just, he's my, he's my go-to person and I really, really enjoy working with him. And thank you for saying that I must be influential (laughs) because sometimes I'm not sure about that. Well, (laughs) I think there is a lot of mutual respect between the two of y'all and y'all are really childhood sweethearts, if I might say, um, and kind of give that tidbit of information. But yeah, y'all are, y'all are, um, very respectful respectful of each other. And I, I have seen that over the years um, of d- dealing with the, some real estate related and probate yes. and, and estate work that we've handled cohesively. Uh, so I, I love both of y'all and I respect both of y'all, but I, I can see that uh, when you have that in your home, it carries over into your business as well. It does. And you, you know how, you know how Jack can be sometimes. So it's, it's kind of interesting. Yes. Well, Tell us more about the work um, atmosphere. You're very strong in your faith uh, mm-hmm. in, in Christ, mm-hmm. and you proclaim that mm-hmm. in not only your house, but also in your work world. And I so do. tell us what that looks like when you bring employees in and, and such. How, did, how does your faith impact your work atmosphere? Thank you for asking that question. Um, I am born-again Christian since 2018, so before all of that, none of that was even a concept to me. Um, But since the Lord has come into my life, it has been the—He is the captain of my ship. Um, And so I just make sure anybody that comes into my office knows that this is a faith-based 
family setting. You do not have to feel the same way. I don't force it upon anybody, but it helps me give um, just a tremendous amount of grace. Um, I, I am able to handle situations with a little less um, uh, difficulty, I guess, if you will. Um, and we just it flows very, very well. I'm so thankful for all the blessings that the Lord has brought into our business and our personal life. And I will be honest with you, I do not feel like I would, I, I don't feel like I would be where I am today without the leadership of Christ in my life and in my business. Um, it makes me appreciate so much of everything that we do have. And even just the opportunity of sitting here with you is a blessing. And and just having our friendship and watching you grow as well as myself, um, I know we both feel the same way in faith. And it's just... I don't know. Yeah. I could talk about I could talk to you about this for hours. Well, and your life of joy, you know, is because of Christ and and um and you are a light into the Thank world you. of so many. So Thank you so much. Um well, one thing that I think your motto is that kind don't don't um don't mistake kindness for weakness. Yes. I think I've seen that somewhere, correct? Yes. yes. And so you do bring a lot of kindness, and especially when you're working with estates, um, probates, uh, family matters and such, there's a lot of kindness mm-hmm. and guidance that has to happen. But just similarly to my business, mm-hmm. we were negotiating uh, a lot, mm-hmm. it does not mean that it has to equal weakness. We are both very strong-willed women mm-hmm. and very powerful in mm-hmm. our businesses. Uh, and so I really relate to that motto that you have. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's funny because I, I got that when I was doing family law. And as a new attorney, especially a female attorney, um, you kind of get this uh, this behavior back at you with a, an aggressive behavior and I always wanted to be kind. And sometimes my clients didn't understand that. They thought that I was a lay down, if you will. And, um, but I'm, I'm kind of, if you want to compare the, the turtle and the hare, um, uh, I'm, I'm like the turtle where I'm going to slow roll it. I'm going to know what I'm doing. And then when we're getting to the finish line, it's time to go, you know, and I'm yeah. crossing that finish line while, you know, everybody else is in chaos. But yes, that, the kindness, don't mistake my kindness for weakness. You're exactly right. Because sometimes when we are kind, being kind is not, it's not a weakness. It's actually a very strong thing, especially in the face of a lot of adversity and people coming at you. And to be able to step back and say, you know what, I'm going to treat these people who are being aggressive with me with kindness. That is a faith-based spiritual, you know, attitude. And so um, now that I'm carrying that in to my faith in, in my life and my person, in my business, um, yes, it is. It's definitely, you see that shine a lot more um, and, uh, and, it, and it makes you stronger and it makes things actually a lot more enjoyable because when somebody is aggressive with you on, in a situation like negotiating and stuff, when that is all finished, you find that they respect you a lot more yeah. and they're thankful for your kindness. And, um, and it just creates a really beautiful growing relationship amongst um, individuals that are your adversary. And in the legal profession, you know, opposing counsel is considered our adversary in those moments. And so, um, yeah, that is, that has been a, 
a motto I've carried with me. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I know you do too. <laughs> it's a great one to have. And I appreciate you coming on today, sharing your thoughts and deep diving into your world. Um, you're respected within this community and your friendship means a, a lot to me. So I look forward to watching you continue to grow and meet those goals. Well, thank you so much, Ronnie. And I feel the exact same way about you and just enjoy each and every moment we get to spend together. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. You bet. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you in two weeks.